Good evening, everyone. I was assigned the topic. It's impossible to cover in this brief amount of time. Should one prefer a broad life or an insular life? Those are the words that were given to me. You may have seen them on a flyer somewhere. One thing is sure, it's a broad topic. And cannot be covered appropriately in such a amount of time, but nonetheless. We just read about the menorah, the Parashat Shavua. You know the menorah represents many things. Chochmah Torah, Torah Shabbat Pet, as the Siv explains. Kliyakar, in the beginning of Parashat Baaloska, tells us as follows. We find that the different the different branches left, the right represent different things. They represent the Torah only, if you will. They represent those who are involved in worldly matters as well. And only with the combination of both of them is the Kodesh Baruch Hu's fulfilled. So by definition, there are those who are living a broader life and those who are living a more insular life. And neither of them can be put down. They both have to exist. And the question becomes, well, what should I do? Every individual has this question in life. I wanted to address it by calling a few pieces in the Gemara. One of them, very timely, we're in the Chodesh of Adar. He was a very great man. He was Mordechai Yehudi, the hero of Megillah's Esther. And yet, the Gemara tells him, except the Megillah of Tezayin of Beis, who wrote to the Rov Echov, Pirshu Mimenu Mitzah Sanhed. Hard to believe. Some of his colleagues were somewhat upset with him. Even though the Gemara refers to that, his activity, the next line, as a tzal of How can you be uh, Why are you poorish from someone who's busy with that tzal of So the Mahashah asks this question. He suggests that even though he had to do it, but somehow his level, perhaps the learning went down a little bit, and they weren't so interested in, in having chavrusas with him because he wasn't fully immersed in this Torah-only activity. Forgive the expression, got about in politics, even though that's all nefashis. Ben Yoyada says, "Well, it's called that's all nefashis, but was it really that's all nefashis? Was there really a certainty that his activity was necessary to save Jewish lives?" Wasn't so certain. So therefore, Pirusha makes us an head. Question becomes: We have a rule in Holkin of Pikuach and Nevesh Achav Arov. 
even if there's a small chance of Sakana. Yemachal Shabbos. Yemachal Shabbos, you can close your Gemara too. So perhaps the answer is there was no imminent danger, more of a long term possibility. Kubek has a famous piece which he says that in Hokkaduk is for a present Sakana, but for future Sakana, a minority. And of herself, she'll never keep any Shabbos if you're going to worry about that. So perhaps that was the machloikas between the Rome and the Mixas. Was it considered after the miracle of Purim, we destroyed our enemies? Was it still a significant danger of the Fanenu? In which case, Mordechai was right, and Rome, Sanhedrin, was right. Well, no, it wasn't yet present, and based on her Vega, they were wrong. Everyone emphasizes that Pirishim and mixed us on it. They forgot that the rope were not. The rope that he was right. And we have a rule on it, we follow the rope. So, therefore, the idea that a person should be involved in activities which are necessary for Claudius Rome is something which, based upon Rome and Sanhedrin, is imperative. Imperative. In general, it seems to me that about this idea, there's a dichotomy, a broad life. Or an insular life, as if one is right and one is wrong, that's a mistake. We saw before, Eilu Eilu, there are two different ways in which a person can serve a Kaddish Baruch Hu, broadly or more insularly. And the truth is, it begins here in, in youngsters. What is their education? What is their education? Are they learning Torah only? Are they learning also Chachmah? Chachmah is a broad definition, Torah a more insular, narrow definition. Even with the Torah itself, what are they learning? For example, in the Bismarck Shabbat, they're learning only Gemara. That's it, Talmud Babli, Bayom, Talmud Babli, Balayla, Gemara, Rashi, Tosis, and Rishonim, and Achronim. That's all they're learning. Or maybe they're learning other broader areas within Torah itself. Within Torah itself. Maybe call it Hashkafa, call it Halacha, call it Tanakh, call what you wish. So it's important to call yet another Gemara, this Gemara being Masech Avodazar, Avodah Top line. But the Gemara tells us, take that back, not the top line. It's a little bit down. Amram, Ain Adam Lome Torah, Ella Mimakom, or later on Bimakom, Shalibachat. Shenemar, first part of Tilly, Kim Torah Hashem Chefza. Rashi explains. Lo Yishana lo Rabbal and Mesecha Shemavaka Shemen. Oh. Talmud wants to learn a certain Masechah. The Rebbe says, no, a different Masechah. The Rebbe's making a mistake. He tried to... Tell me now, I'm not going to run a yeshiva. Talk about a one-on-one. That the, uh, the Rebbe has a Talmud who wants to learn brachas. He just picked up by, just by chance, the first Masechah, brachas. So you learn with the brachas. The Rebbe wants to teach Yavamas, you know? Baba Kama. wants to teach Kalim. Uh, uh, the, the hardest thing in the world, and the Talmud wants brachas. Or fakert, the Talmud wants to learn yavamis or kalim, whatever he wants to learn. And the Rebbe would rather have an easy to teach brachas. So the yeshiva, the yeshiva, discussing yeshiva. But if a 
And a one-on-one, the Rebbe should try to accommodate the Talmidim. So, in this context, Mokom Shalim Ochavis literally means what Vesechti wants to learn. What Vesechti wants to learn. Now, again, the Mashal is what they say over here again. We had a Mashal before in Vesechti Megillah. We had a Mashal again in Vesechti Avodazar. Something interesting. Says as follows. Originally it said, What was Sechta? Here it says, Not me, Malcolm, but Bim Malcolm. Etel Ezer Rav Shalibo Chafetz. What does he want to learn? Which is she does he want to learn? Malcolm, literally. Which Rebbe does he want to go to? It's not just a question of what the subject matter is, it's a question of who the teacher is, who the Rebbe is. And here there are various. Desires that Tamidim have, we should try to accommodate them as much as possible to learn by the Rebbe they want, or by the Mesepta that they want. Again, not taught how to run the issue, discussing in general in one on one, one on ones. What does he want? He wants Lambdas, he wants Bekiyas, he wants, he wants uh, Halacha, he wants uh, more Iyun, more, 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 more facts, whatever he wants, whatever he wants. It's important to know it's all introductory. Youngsters, such as yourselves. But the, the topic is really a, a broader topic. Should you leave a broader life, a more insular life? Now, there is life beyond the basement. Uh, we should understand that. A yeshiva basement is a place to train Talmidim to live life. What kind of life? So let's give a couple of examples of what's more broad and what's more insular. Had a very special Tabin once wrote me a long letter from Eretz Yisrael. I had to write back a long letter. We used to write letters in those days before email. And we'll to, I'm, buying a, I'm buying an apartment in Eretz Yisrael. Must I buy an apartment in a totally Haredi community, of which there are many? Or can I buy an apartment in a what they call a mixed neighborhood. That's what they call it in Eretz Yisrael. Shkinamu Revit. Where there are, you know, many people showing mitzvahs, but there are also those who are not. What should I do? May I buy a house in such a uh, community? Or if I say protect myself. It's the word insulin, to insulate. You, know? you protect yourself. I told him, listen, he grew up in my neighborhood. I grew up, we both grew up in Kugan Hills. And it was a very mixed neighborhood. There were non-Jews, many non-observant Jews. And you know, somehow it worked out okay. But I said it's a precondition. You can only move into such a community if there are sufficient role models for yourself and for your children. I said when I moved, we moved into Queens in the late 50s, so we had two, I had two amazing role models. One was Rabbi Shmayol Shulman, Second Sal the Rachel Pastor just recently, almost hundred years old. He was a he was my Rebbe, and he was an American born God of Yisrael, who yes, he had a broad life, he was officially a stockbroker. But let me tell you, I don't know how many stocks he sold, his mind was always on learning. Whenever you stopped him, he knew Shah's Palpeh. 
but also a very chosh of a rav and a shibul that we went to. He was a Talmud of the of the Chavaselas Ashorn and Rabbeir Shapiro. I found out later on to Mishpach Magazine, I think, that he was on the best in the Rabbeir Shapiro to be Matar Akunas after World War One. He never told us that. So we had these two role models completely different. One was a Litvak, one was a Polish, and one one spoke English, one spoke Yiddish. It didn't matter. You had people you can look up to. If there's no one you can look up to, you're in trouble. You have to be aspirational to, to be like that person, to learn like that person, to, to, to know Torah like that person. Then it's possible, if you wish, to move into a community where it's more Mu'urav. You ended up buying a house in Bayat not so Mu'urav anymore. It used to be when I was in many, many years ago. Now it's, it's already, thank God, I mean, thank God for every community in Israel, but it's, I think it's completely Haredi. When they opened up Rehobu Museum, and the bad of the tumult, the little shabbos, he calls them. Anyway, Shem has his ways of arranging neighborhoods. So, it, it's important to know, but it's more than that. It's ideally to move into a neighborhood where there's a yeshiva. I remember a very famous shmuz by Rabbi Parnas Shlita. He used to give shmuz, and he said to his Talmudim, now times have changed since then, so please don't, don't take it the wrong way. He said, don't move into Kew Garden Hills, where I grew up. There's no yeshiva there. Move to Kew Gardens. You have a Yishara Torah. Since then we have a Chavetz Chaim, we have an Orachai, and we have a lot of... But at that time, many years ago, that's what he said. Don't take us personally. Don't move to Tinek, he said. Move to Passaic. Passaic had a yeshiva. It's about 40 years ago. So it's always good to move into a community, even if it's not so insular, but at least I spoke about another brother having a yeshiva there. So you can sit and learn a base medish and bring your children to a base medish. It's a whole different experience. It's a different experience if there is no base medish. It changes the, the, the tenor of the community. Because obviously there are going to be those who are not interested in yeshiva. Forgive me, there may be those who oppose the yeshiva. It doesn't matter. But if you are raising a family there, you can enjoy the atmosphere of the yeshiva. I remember when they tell us the yeshiva moved into Riverdale. I was there 10 years before, the, more than 10 years before the yeshiva moved in. She moved in every Friday night, took my boys to learn in the Telzishim. Just to sit in Beis Medish, one learned Chomash, but not with me. With the Chavrusim and the Yeshiva, one learned Chomash and Rashi, one learned Gemara, whatever. Just to, just to witness it. You know? Young boys that were full by Mitzvah, to, to see what a Yeshiva was like. So even you could be in a river of a very mixed community. It's mixed like, woo, it's a mix. <laughs> we're going to the mix there now. But when the yeshiva came, it had a positive impact for people like me. Those who had a negative impact. What's going on? The yeshiva's turning, they were turning black, you know, uh, too many black hats. But okay. You love old Jews. They, 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 they meet everywhere. But it's important to, cho- to choose a community which you feel is appropriate for you. On the other hand, someone who lives in a broader community can have a, make a greater impact and have a greater measure of Kiddush Shem Shemayim. Someone walks into, I don't know, walks into Borough Park. Beautiful, Borough Park, beautiful. You walk in there with your black hat, with your tzitzis out, you're one of tens of thousands, and it's hard to make a real impress in, in, in Borough Park. I invite you to move to Riverdale. There you can make an impress. 
They're still even with the yeshiva there, with the curler there. There's plenty of room to make an impress on someone who's in, a mentor who's in. They see, as Mar puts it in Masech the Yuma, oh, you see how he put how the Buru of Anachas and Mabrios on Salamat of Mabuna can make a tremendous Kiddush Hashem. That can be done in a, in a broader community. Yashvo is much greater. There was one someone who was considering moving to a Matsi. He said, so I remember the Shiva were telling us, had he gone to a Matsi, it would be great, but it just fit in with thousands of others. Here, he's Toyfus Moko. He plays a role in the community because we don't have that many. Makes a big difference. Of course, let's not be, forget maybe the most important part, which is Parnassa. How does a person make a Parnassa? So there are those who just make a Parnassa from learning. You know, they call today Kodesh. Even there, there's more insular and more broad. Where? In town or out of town. We New Yorkers, you know, I'm born and bred in New York. Uh, we're in towners, you know, uh, to, to, to think of moving uh, out of town. You know, town, what's town? Town is a triangle from Lakewood to Monroe to the five towns. That's in town, okay? But to move beyond that triangle, wow. But there are many educators who've gone to other communities and two things happen. A, they transform the communities. Transform the communities. I was just, I was in Chicago for, for a chasm. <laughs> What's going on is unbelievable. It's unbelievable. You know, when I, I, it wasn't this way when I had friends growing up who were from Chicago. It just wasn't. Much more Torah there. It's, 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 it's. And it came because people went to Chicago from Lakewood and other places. From here, from everywhere. Started new colos and everything. How's Ashbar? And Chicago's a very, very big town. But there's much smaller communities which have become, take Detroit, take Cleveland, take communities in Florida. Hatsana Shavashabahem, the school vouchers. That's a bringing people there. They don't have too much tuition. But doesn't make a difference. But these are now growing like crazy. Boom towns of Yiddishkeit. But people went out there at the beginning, there was, there was very little there. They had a for the subsequent growth to take place. These are pioneers. And the credit goes to them, to the Miyasdim. Tremendous credit. You know, person wants to make a regular Panasa, he'll find the luminous the key of a cow. I'll give just an example. He'll become uh, actuary. He'll become a dentist. It's almost the key of a just But then there are more, if you will, public types of physicians. Doctors, lawyers, considered more at a higher level in people's eyes, where there's a greater opportunity even for Kiddush Hashem. Umnus the key of a kala reminds us of a Gemara, where the word umman is used, but in a different context. A Gemara of a Septuaginus, Tavchav Aleph, Amit Beis. An incredible Gemara. Gemara tells us that the Aleph, Amit Beis, and the Septuaginus, the meaning Abba Umna, same word Umna. Umna was a blood letter, which means a doctor. Like Kuminin, they let blood to make the blood thinner. So, so, believe it or not, he got a, a dash. Shlomo, we sip to the Rekia every day. 
Abaye every Friday. Rabbi every Yom Kippur. Once a year every Yom Kippur. Abaye, what's going on over here? Who heard of Abaye Barov? Who heard of Abaye What's happening over here? They said to Abaye, you can't do what he's doing. He's a doctor, basically. What does he do? Mark explains what he does. What? He put the men separately and the women separately. And we did treat a woman with a lot of snakes. And the Talmud Chacham would come in, he wouldn't charge her, and he'd give him money. <laughs> what a Kiddush Hashem, I tell all my doctors, to look to my shir, to make an amazing Kiddush Hashem, we'll call it a broader life. You leave the best measure in a hospital with your yarmulke on, you're saving lives, it's an, it's an incalculable Kiddush Hashem. So, you know, they told me that in certain circles, being a doctor, to become a doctor is a bidiyev. But once you are a doctor, it's a lechatchil. So I don't go for that dichotomy. It's a lechatchil to become a doctor. Not everyone's cut out to be sitting and learning all the time, but even to be an x-ray all the time. You want to be, uh, it's, a, it's, 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 a, it's not some of the key, it's not some kala. Kala certainly not, it's many hours. And sometimes there are doctors, especially lawyers, they can make challenges with their eyes, is it noki or not noki? You have to be kadosh Hashem, not the reverse. There's so much more to say. I mean, it's, 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 it's amazing. But I only have two more minutes, and I like to end on time. It's, it's a broad life, not a broad time span that the Tamil can take away from the learning. That, that we're not going to do. So I want to just basically reiterate what I said until now, which is that when they give you a, a dichotomy, a broad life or an insular life, it's wrong at many levels. Number one, even if it's broad, there has to be some measure forgive the expression, of insulation, of protection. Protection. You know, if you're too, too broad, it's no good. They used to make a joke that someone who's open-minded, you know, he wants to discuss all kinds of chachmas in the world. So, I just remember Lamb and others, he's so open-minded, his brains will fall out. Which means he can't be totally open-minded. There have to be certain things that you're not allowed to do. You know, certain subjects are for both. You shouldn't, shouldn't go there. And again, Elu Elu, the big fight among the we showed them already. Should a person opt for a mood of Peshutta, or should he go opt for Chakira to go to the depths of the of the Elu Elu? Everyone has to know his own personality, where he's holding. Is it dangerous to get involved in these things that he shouldn't touch it? To attempt with Pope. On the contrary, he's firm and he's strong. He wants to get even deeper. He holds like the Chovas Alavavas. Against those who feel that maybe it doesn't apply anymore nowadays, the Rebbe Chanan Svar. But you know, everyone has their own, their own way, their own way. My way is to finish on time. I wish you all bracha and slacha, both being broad and instant at the same time.